Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. Welcome to Believe in the Dallas Cowboys. I am one of your hosts, Jeff Cavanaugh. Alongside my dear friend, former Dallas Cowboys wide receiver, Jesse Holly. Oh, Jesse Holly went 77 yards. It must be a reality show. You, at least on my screen, you're blurry, but they may not be, it may not be that way to the viewer. It could be oh, that the Wi-Fi sorry. So that's how I'm seeing things. I look clear on my Wi-Fi, but it be. Do you look good to you? I do. Oh, well, then we'll, we'll see what happens. Let's see if I do that. Doesn't matter. Anyway, we're of course presented by our friends at Bet Online, your number one source for all your championship finals info, stats, news, and scores. Get the latest odds and lines, latest matchup reports for this year's NBA finals. Bet Online is your sports intel headquarters, Stanley Cup finals, too. Get you covered for all your insider sports wagering needs from basketball and hockey to MLB, UFC, boxing. Fastest and easiest way to get your betting info. Live betting options, favorite casino and card games. Get in the action today. Head to the website or use your mobile device to join. And be sure to use our promo code BELIEVE, B-L-E-A-V, to receive your 50% bonus on your first deposit bet online where the game starts. Today's news is that the Minnesota Vikings have released Dalvin Cook, baby. Are you ready, Jesse? Get Dalvin in here. Pair him up with Pollard. Win the Super Bowl. No. And I'm not even, and I'm not even like you who hate running backs. Like I'm not, I'm not in that. I'm you hate I'm running offended. backs. You I'm absolutely offended. hate running backs. You, I'm can offended. Be, you can be offended all you want. <laughs> it is hate, the absolute truth. I hate poor decision making. <laughs> at the running back position at the running back position. Well yeah, because paying a running back is a terrible idea. Uh I love running backs. They're so fun. Tony Pollard's great. Don't give him a long-term contract. Well, he's one of the highest paid running backs right now in the league at $10 million. So Yeah, which is why everybody who wants Dalvin Cook is really confusing me. Um, the league is telling you what happens at running back. Um, you carry the ball for a while, you get to about 27 years old, and you start to fall off, and that's the way it goes. The Vikings won 13 games last year, and they just cut Dalvin Cook because they didn't want to pay him $11 million. Uh, every running back who's gotten a big extension, there people are trying to trade him or cut him before it's over. We don't, you don't want Dalvin Cook. Don't worry about it, guys. He's gonna go to Miami and hopefully he plays well. Maybe he's still got a good year left. He might still have a good one left. He might not. Uh, I don't want any part of it. If Dalvin Cook wants to play for the league minimum because he just loves the Cowboys, sure. But if you're talking about competitively bidding on Dalvin Cook, no, give the ball to Deuce Vaughn. Give the ball to Malik Davis. Give the ball to Rico Dowdle, Ronald Jones. It don't matter. They're fine. Cowboys are already better than they were last year at running back. I ain't worried about running back in any way, shape, or form. You're good. Deuce Vaughn is the future. Give it to the tiny guy. Tiny guys are hard to tackle. I don't want the guy who's on the cusp of washed up. I don't want it. I don't want it. I don't want it. There's a reason he got cut, because they didn't want to pay him $11 million. I don't want to pay him five. He's a running back, and I already have a better one. Don't worry about it. Don't worry about it. I love running backs. I love them. <laughs> I love them when they're 23. <laughs> a rookie deal. I think the Cowboys have already made their declaration that they're uh, with the signing of Cooks and Gilmore. We've met our old person quota. Yeah, we've, we've met we've met our veteran quota on guys who are kind of past their prime, 
or who have just a little bit left on the tail end of their prime, I think they've, I think Steven have come out and kind of vehemently, you know, said those type of things without actually saying those type of things. You know how Jerry goes, like, I'm monitoring, but not monitoring, but monitoring. Like, it's like one of those type of things that they, that they, that they do. Um, so I, I doubt that Dalvin Cook comes to the Cowboys. But again, it's, it's the Cowboy way, right? Anytime a player of any notable name gets released, it doesn't matter the position. It literally doesn't matter the position. If the name is notable enough, Cowboy fans alike are like, oh, come on, you know, Jerry, do your thing. Uh, Steven, do your thing. And Will McClay, do your thing. And I'm with you. I don't hate running backs, but I would hate this decision. I would hate this decision if they wasted money, time, energy, effort, room, space, locker, seat, jersey, whatever, on bringing Dalvin Cook to Dallas. I, I'm not saying that he's not a good player. I'm not saying that he, that he doesn't, you know, he doesn't have value left in him. I just don't think it's necessary here. I just don't think it's necessary here for the Dallas Cowboys. And I know that we want to load up. We want to mount up and have all the names and numbers and all the everything on our roster. But this is one of those deals where you, 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 you're not even going to have enough, enough carries for a guy like Dalvin Cook and for a guy like Deuce Vaughn and for a guy like Tony. There's not enough carries. There's not, there's not enough carries in, in the, in the, in the, in, you know, and I think Dalvin, while he still has some home run ability, you know, as they get older, these guys become more of a volume runner. They're not, they're not like when they were younger where they can hit it and quit it um, in, ten, in ten, you know, 10 carries. These guys at times need a little bit more of, of to tote the rock to kind of get their feeling and their feet wet in a football game. So I, I'm with you. I like, I like who we have. I like our guys. That is, and that's a very cowboy line. We like our guys. Um, so I'm calling this edition of Believe in the Cowboys uh, Cook, Cooks, and the Cook. Okay. Because the only thing out of minicamp that I've noticed or saw that I cared about even a little bit is I guess how the offensive line lines up and all that, but you're not going to get a ton on like, man, this player's playing well. Uh, but seeing and hearing people talking about Brandon Cooks, I love because that is a dude that I love that they added Brandon Cooks. I think that is so big for CD Lamb. So on day two of the ones being out there and him winning down the seam and just running past people for bomb skis, that's got me excited because I love what that's going to mean for CD Lamb. That you're not going to go into weeks where, look, you're still going to be the primary that we're worried about, but you can't just look at the Cowboys offense and go, all right, well, they got CD. <laughs> man coverage everywhere else, and we're good there too. Not just man coverage, we're good. Uh, Brandon Cooks is still going to give people problems, and it's going to be lovely for CD. You excited for – we're not excited for Cook. I am excited for Cooks. Yeah, you know, with Dalvin Cooks – and, and now people are going to say, you guys are biased, two former wide receivers. Of course, you hate the running back and you love the wide receiver. Whatever, whatever. But the thing – I think more than what you're talking about, I've heard a lot of people say the speed is still there, he still can run fast, and that's great. I love Dalvin Cooks. I'm Dalvin Skirt. I don't love Brandon. Dalvin Cooks. I don't love Dalvin Cooks. Brandon. Yeah, we don't love, love Brandon. Brandon Cooks. I love him for his knowledge. Yes, he's a walking 1,000 yard receiver everywhere he goes. I just, you know, when you hear him speak, when you hear other people speak about him, his ability to go out and um, help teach the game. We we touched on a little bit last week with just 
his ability to, to be in so many different offenses and especially the, the West Coast offense is very similar to what they ran in New England and being able to pick that up and being able to have success in that to me is, is going to pay dividends, yes, for C.D. Lamb, but yes, for Michael Gallup and yes, for Jalen Tobert and yes, for any other receiver that is that is on the roster. He's going to be that vet that can show you when we say the term of being a professional. He can show you how to practice, show you how to take care of your body, show you how to study, he can show you how to stay focused, like all those things that you hear about Brandon Cooks. That's what I, I'm more excited about because this team, you know, it's going to be led by the receivers. Like It's going to be led by the pass catchers. If this thing is going to kind of really get us to what we want to get to, Dak's going to have have to have a 5,000-plus yard season, get away from the turnovers, right? More touchdowns are always appreciated uh, in the mix of, of being a quarterback. And that's the part that excite me, excites me more about Brandon Cooks than the actual on-the-field stuff. Yes, he can still play, but it's the knowledge that he's going to be able to – even the Dak, he's going to be able to get in the huddle and be like, yo, listen, listen, listen. They're going to run this coverage. Here's the honey hole right here. Or, or whatever that whatever that sideline conversation is, I think he's going to be a, a great, great, great addition to just the brain frame and a brain trust of, of Dak. And, 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 and even, you know, with Brian Schottenheimer and, 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 uh, and Mike McCarthy, being able to have that veteran guy who's been in multiple situations, being around multiple uh, Hall of Fame quarterbacks, having success everywhere he went, and now being able to come here and impart that wisdom to all that will listen to him. That's the part to me that gets me most excited about what he's going to be able to bring to this locker room. There's one other thing he can teach everybody too, which is how to get out of a lot of different cities you don't want to be in. <laughs> or even if you do, <laughs> he's got, I guarantee you, he has great tips for moving and packing. Yeah, a lot. yeah. The man has moved around a lot. If anybody's looking for moving in the DFW area, hyphen, hyphen moving, hyphen moving company is where you want to go. They'll ship your cars, they'll pack up your house. Uh, Denise Johnson, she'll have you ready to go, hyphen hyphen is where you want to be so that was cook and cooks so cook cooks and the cook uh the cook is i was i uh, heard the mike mccarthy audio from yesterday which i really enjoyed part of it which was talking about the offense they're going to run and dak talked about the offense they're going to run which he's calling the texas coast it's west coast but also some of their old offense it's basically what the quarterback likes which mm -hmm. i love that i think once you are three, four, five years in the league, and it's been established that you're a second contract quarterback and you're one of those guys that a team is like, we've got our quarterback and we're not in the market for one. It should be your offense. You should be running what you want when you want because you should have the best feel for what you should be running because you're out there doing it. I liked that. But at one point in a Mike McCarthy answer, he did slide in a, you know, this is the first year we're going to get to play football the way we want to play it. <laughs> Uh, so he had to sneak in a shot at Kellen. And all I'm going to say is the Cowboys have had a better offense than the Chargers every year. It better be true this year. Or Mikey, my guy, freaky Mike is Jesse's guy. He's my guy too. I love Mike McCarthy. I think his attitude is cool. I think his swag is cool. I think he'll actually talk football with you at the podium. I think the team has responded to him and they adopted his personality, which is usually good, except when he's bitching about refs because then suddenly Dak becomes a bitch about the refs guy. But I like Mike McCarthy. Boy, this offense better be cooking or we're going to hear about it. You know, the the, the most, I guess, um, 
the term that is used the most that at times gets the, the most uh, negative connotation attached to it when you hear people say, oh, yeah, being quarterback friendly. Oh, yeah, being quarterback friendly. Oh, yeah, being quarterback friendly. You should be quarterback friendly. When, you're playing, when, when your quarterback is the highest paid player on your roster and honestly is the most important player on your roster, everything, and I do mean everything, that you do should be centered and based around, does this guy like this? Does this guy work well in this? Can this guy operate in this? Can this guy complete passes in this? Is this something that this guy feels truly comfortable in? So when you hear Mike McCarthy talk about things and, and keeping that old language and, and that calling the Texas Coast offense now, yeah, this is being quarterback friendly. Getting your quarterback weapons is being quarterback friendly. Getting your, you know, coming to your quarterback and saying, hey, what are the plays that you actually like to run? What are the throws that you're comfortably throwing in? Because anytime you have a guy at that position where he has to think in nanoseconds in a game, I want you at your most, your, your optimal comfortability. I don't want you out there thinking, ah, can I make that throw? It's not really one of my best throws. Now, there are times in the games that you're going to have to sometimes throw a pass that may not be your best attribute on that particular pass. But for the most part, you want to put things in the offense of where that quarterback is very, very comfortable, that he likes, that he has a, he has a rhythm through, he has a flow through, the, that the receivers and he are on the same page with. That's being quarterback friendly. That's, the, that's not a negative connotation. That's actually using the thing that's between your ears that, 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 that gives you the, the, the information that you need to be successful, using your brain, being quarterback friendly. And so for that, I love it. I love, I love it. Freaky Mike, is it me or you're seeing more, maybe because now he's kind of totally running the show, but there's a different attitude about Freaky Mike. Like he's talking more freely. He's, he's, he's more comfortable. Like he's feeling like I'm back in my room again. Like I'm cocky. You said what? He's cocky. Yeah, like he like he has that cocky confidence to him right now. It's like, and I'm not answering to anybody else. This is all coming. This is all me now. This is all all me. And you're right. We better have a better offense than San Diego and a better record than San Diego. Yep. Uh, only other thing from minicamp that I want to mention is just uh, it's a campaign I've been on. Everybody has the guy that they're waiting for him to get good and make an impact. And I've had one for years now. Last year at training camp, Jabril Cox, linebacker, he was good. Preseason, he was good. And then they got in the real season, and when people got hurt, they brought in um, what's-his-butts, uh, other LSU guys straight off of – Damone Clark straight off of spinal fusion, and he was the dude getting snaps. And I'm like, is there something behind the scenes I don't know about Jabril Cox that he – I don't know, because camp was good. Preseason was good. I liked him coming out of college. Can cover his ass off. Got better at run defense. And I was like, that's a dude. He could be a dude. And he can't get on the field. Well, they had a little red zone deal, and on third down, he broke up a pass, and the defense was like, yeah, it's going to be fourth and two because of you, Jabril Cox. You're the man. And then on fourth and two, he batted down another pass, and the defense won. And I'm just like, he just keeps showing up in all of these things, and nobody has put him on the field. They put a rookie fifth-rounder who just got a new spine in over him, and I never understood it. And who knows? I don't know who's going to end up at the top of the linebackers. Overshone going to immediately jump both of those guys. I don't know. But every time I see that Jabril Cox did something good, I'm like, okay, here we go. My guy. My guy's ready to get cooking. Here we go. We're going. Let's go. Me and you, Jabril. Let's go. Jabril is the defensive equivalent of what Jalen Tolbert was. You back off. That's what I could get on the field. 
it's easy off. when it's it's easy when it's when it's easy when it's underwear Olympics. It's easy when it's vanilla. It's easy when there's things put in put into context and and guys are actually now isoing you and, and and finding you on the football field and now you have to go out there and actually you know figure things out on the run because all the athleticism is there. We saw that LSU. You saw it in practice. It's like man, he's big, he's strong, he's fast, he's talented. But what happens? Why? Why is he getting on the football field? Said the same thing about Jalen Tolbert. Man, he's big, he's strong, he's fast, athletic. Why is he getting on the football field? And then you go, oh, you lined up offsides, and you looked at the ball for six seconds, and you did not move back, and and like that, that and you haven't seen the field all season long. But that's you know, like when you're especially playing that linebacker position, you 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 have to be able to to read and react, and and that's the part of it is seeing it, thinking it, and then reacting to it, and it kind of almost has to be simultaneously. Like you have to honestly like diagnose it before the play even starts, and a lot of times educationally, you know, edu- having the educated guess correctly, and then moving while you're doing that. Um, that was Sean, that was what Sean Lee was great about. Sean Lee was so what Sean Lee wasn't the most athletic dude in the world. Like Sean Lee didn't measure out his all his numbers jump off the chart. No, where he was at was good up here. I think that's the same thing with Jabril Cox. Is once he figures out what it is that he you know needs to do in the mental side of things. That's that, that is 75 to 80 percent of the battle for young players. It's maybe even more than that. It's knowing what to do, then going out there to do it. Because, again, you don't get to this league. You don't get to this level if you can't run, jump, move and have athleticism. It just doesn't happen. It's now. All right. When I put you on a complex scheme, can you line up and know what the hell they were doing? When, when, when someone when Leighton Vanderbilt now makes a check, what do you do? Right. When it, when a check comes, when a, when a quarterback goes. When, he, when the quarterback starts doing this at you, and now there's a check that comes, and you go, "All right, what do we have next?" Uh, uh that's too late now. So that's the that's, that's the thing about him. But I, I agree. I do want to see him on the football field because of all that talent that he does have. I want to see that, you know, flying around on the football field on Sunday. And you mentioned Jalen Tolbert. That's another guy that's seemingly getting universal praise. So that's a guy I haven't given up on. You're not going to talk me into the Fajoko hype train, but if you want to talk me into the year two, Tolbert could be a guy who's your fourth guy and can contribute. I think I could buy that one. Thank you, everyone, for joining us for this edition of Cooks, Cook, the Cook, and Cox on Believe in the Dallas Cowboys presented by the Cox. Well, yeah, we threw in the Cox at the end. So Cooks, Cook, the Cook, and Cox. Thanks for stopping by. You got to say Pauls when you say that. That's, that's what some young people say. Yeah. That's Jesse Holly. I'm Jeff Cavanaugh. Thank you for joining us. And remember, you have no idea what anyone's going through, so be cool to everyone. We love you. Be easy. Eliminate the contingencies. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.